Hello, and welcome to month... Month. The Podcast. I'm your host, the guy who's recapping the OC from beginning to end. This is the OC-tober. Welcome to Orange County. Got everything you wanna see. 92 episodes in 31 days. Overdose, money steals, all kinds of the feels. Welcome to the OC-tober. 92 episodes in 31 days. Episode 13! Episode 13, the Chrismica episode. Chrismica, a holiday that Seth created that combines Christmas and Hanukkah. Yet the writers had the audacity a couple episodes ago to call Thanksgiving his favorite holiday. This is the clear winner. Thanksgiving, you lose. Chrismica is what I choose. Ryan hasn't had a great history with the holiday season, but this year promises to be different. Seth comes up with the idea of the Seth Cohen Starter Pack, which is a collection of his favorite music and movies bundled together and wrapped up for Chrismica. He's going to give one of these to Anna and one of these to Summer. They're going to get the same exact gift. Ryan warns him it's a bad idea. Summer and Anna are both coming to the party and they're feuding again. They're both after Seth. Caleb wants to go to trial about the wetlands. He thought about it and, hey, I can squeeze more money out of them because they had already agreed to settle, but he's like, nah, I can get more. Greedy asshole. Greedy asshole. I am Caleb the Greedy Asshole. So this is Julie's first Christmas decorating for Caleb, and she's really not doing things the way that Kirsten's mom did, and Kirsten isn't a fan. Kirsten is taking time off from work for Christmas, but she struggles with time off, so she's still working but from home. She stumbles upon a document of Caleb requesting a survey of the Balboa Heights, the wetlands, and then calls the surveyor for a copy for herself. Ryan and Marissa go shopping at South Coast Plaza. We have a cute shopping montage. Marissa's family doesn't have money anymore, so she doesn't have any money anymore. A security follows Marissa to her car and asks to see her purse. Ryan tries to stop them, but they check her purse and it turns out that she shoplifted quite a bit. Uh, Marissa's shoplifting is very inconvenient for Julie. Marissa will be going to therapy like she should have been post-Tijuana anyway. Jimmy agrees. Ryan agrees after this because he feels like he can't even trust her anymore. Uh, Ryan gets gifts delivered to the Cohen's house from his mom and his brother. Uh, Seth gives Ryan a Cohen family stocking to hang on the railing for Chrismica. Sandy comes home late, happy to announce that him and Caleb finally settled on a number. It only took another $250 million. Kirsten's drinking alone because she knows something. She has documents, and she knows that she should not share them with Sandy, but she really wants to. If she does, Caleb will know 100% where they came from. She shows them to him anyway, out of conscience. He looks at them, and he is shocked. Greedy asshole. Greedy asshole. I am Caleb the Greedy Asshole. Anna shows up at the door. She wants to go with Seth to the Christmas Cup party, but he isn't really sure because he just told Anna and Summer that they would just meet there. But then the doorbell rings and Summer has the same idea. So they're all together. They're all going to go together. And it's really awkward. Um, they both have presents for him that they're going to give to him later. Marissa is stealing some of Jimmy's liquor from his apartment to bring to the party in her purse. 
at the party. She fights with her mom. She runs to the bathroom. She drinks. She gets super drunk. Um, we learn that the Balboa Heights that are going to get turned into the golf course are actually uninsurable and totally worthless. Greedy asshole. Greedy asshole. Hi, I'm Caleb the Greedy Asshole. Sandy confronts Caleb and he says he's going to buy them back from him for a dollar, which Caleb isn't happy, but he really doesn't have much of a choice now that he's been found out. And then they publicly announce the sale and Sandy says to Caleb Nickel, the most generous man in Newport Beach and everybody claps. All right, so Anna's gift to Seth is his own Seth Cohen comic book. Uh, She got him a comic where he is the star that she drew herself. It's really nice. It's really personal. What Summer got Seth is herself dressed as Wonder Woman. Uh, She unwraps herself for him, and she throws her lasso towards him. In the process, she finds the comic that Anna gave Seth, and she's really embarrassed. Uh, She says about herself, way to go, wonder whore. And Anna walks in, and she sees Summer in this getup holding her comic, and she's embarrassed. She's like, I made you a comic book. What am I, eight? And so Summer and Anna make it clear that Seth needs to choose or else they're both going to keep getting hurt. Ryan can tell that Marissa's super drunk and right now this is like a huge red flag because he's already lived through his mom and alcoholism and he's already had all these issues with Marissa and the shoplifting and everything and this is just another straw. He confronts her and she turns it into a big scene and she storms off but he stops her from taking off in her car because she's drunk and he doesn't want her to drunk drive but in the process she flusteredly backs up into another car and hits it so then he's like no 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 no. I'm getting behind the wheel move over so ryan's driving and she has an open container he keeps asking her to put it away they get pulled over while she's trying to find the cap that she dropped on the floor for the open container the cop tells them that he pulled them over because they have a broken taillight from her backing up and hitting the other car Uh, but then the officer thankfully gets an important radio message and lets them off with a warning ryan grabs the open container and angrily throws it at the ocean He slams Marissa's car door back and forth, back and forth repeatedly. He's just shouting. He says, I left this behind. I am not doing this again. And she says, okay, 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 okay. Uh, She's kind of startled by how flustered and upset and just hurt that he is. Uh, Seth doesn't know what to do. We get a circular shot that alternates between Summer and Anna with him giving the same message to both of them, that they should just be friends. But neither one of them wants to be his friend, and they give his starter packs back to him. Take back your fucking starter pack. So now, after all this, Marissa is going to therapy. Uh, Sandy suggests to Ryan that he just let Marissa go alone. She's got to get through this by herself, which ends up opening the door to Oliver Trask. Oliver bonds with Marissa in the waiting room over not wanting therapy. Uh, He says he can read her like a book. He knows her. But it's a clear ploy. He sucks. Uh, She goes into the therapist's office. He tells her he'll see her next week. And Seth re-gifts his starter packs to his parents. Because they're willing to be his friend. Episode 14! Episode 14.
The gang is gearing up for New Year's Eve, and Marissa wants to celebrate the New Year with Ryan. Ryan thinks they should just stay in and take it easy after the whole Christmas debacle. She tells him that she loves him. He says thank you, and it's really uncomfortable. He walks into the pool house to find a strange woman wearing her underpants and his wife beater. He asks who she is and what she's doing there. She asks him, who are you? What are you doing here? Turns out that it's Kirsten's younger sister, Haley, who's visiting, and Ryan is confined to the couch for the night. Turns out that nobody knew that Haley was coming, but they speculate that she's just there for Caleb's money because she always just comes to get more money from her dad when she runs out. Uh, they're gonna make up the guest room for her, which I knew they had a guest room. I knew they had more rooms. I knew they couldn't just have a pool house. Haha! Found out! Fucking gotcha! Marissa and Oliver are back in the therapy waiting room. Uh, he's all smarmy and smart. He tells her he's having a party at his place. He lives at the Four Seasons. She should come. It's a New Year's Eve party. You gotta come. You should invite Ryan. You can meet my girlfriend, Natalie. She'll be there, too. Can't wait for all of us to meet. Ryan doesn't want to go, uh, but she's already told Oliver that she's going to go, and they already have inside jokes about Dip, and so she's going anyway. And if he changes his mind, she gives him the details. Uh, Haley is just gonna take it easy. She's gonna hang back. She's gonna watch the house while the Coens are out for New Year's Eve. Except, Ryan and Seth decide to stay in, and she puts a lot of pressure on them to not stay in because she clearly has plans, and she tells Ryan that New Year's Eve sets the tone for the new year, so he'd better spend it with Marissa or else the next year's just gonna be fucked. And it works. So they get ready to go to the party, and on their way out, Haley's party guests for the party that she didn't tell them she's having storm in and just create utter chaos. They're popping champagne bottles. They're throwing streamers everywhere. It's just a nightmare. So they realize that they need to stay to end this party before the house gets destroyed. So Marissa and Summer are at the Four Seasons, Anna is also at the party, and we get the idea from her that this maybe isn't even Oliver's party because she doesn't know who the guy even is. Uh, Haley mentions earlier in the episode that Kirsten and Sandy are just a very boring married couple, and it kind of makes Kirsten think that they need to spice up their marriage. Sandy ends up disobeying the GPS. They skip dinner. They go straight to this mystery party that Haley told them about where they don't know anyone. Uh, we find out that Oliver has a sponsor. He's been clean and sober for 11 months. But at this party, there's no Ryan, and there's also no Natalie, because him and Natalie have a long-distance relationship, and she's in college, and she wants freedom. Uh, Haley owes some random lady that she used to know $3,000, and that lady is there to collect. Uh, Ryan overhears all of this, and he tries unsuccessfully to get Haley to cancel the party, but she locks him and Seth in the pool house instead. It turns out that the party that Sandy and Kirsten are at is a swingers party, and they meet Taryn, who's one of the noopsies there. They then proceed with a sort of game of chicken to prove that they're not in a rut and that they're both totally down with what's going on. Sandy takes his watch off and he puts it in the bowl of watches that's used to determine who swings with who. Seth is panicking about being trapped in the pool house, but it really gives him and Ryan a chance to talk through their problems, and Ryan comes to the realization that, yeah, I do love Marissa, so now he needs to make it to that party, but they're still trapped. Thankfully, Haley now realizes that she needs... 
Ryan's help to clear out this party. So they end up shutting off the power and saying that the cops are coming, and Ryan races to meet Marissa. Summer and Anna bond at Oliver's party, but then end up fighting over some random dude, but it's really just them fighting about Seth. Marissa fills Oliver in on the whole I love you situation with Ryan. The drawing of the watches begins, and we learn that it's swing time. And then we also learn that Sandy didn't put his watch in the bowl and that him and Kirsten just go home. Their house is trashed. Kirsten yells at Haley. Anna ends up going home from the party because she realizes what she wants is not there. Marissa is eyeing the door, hoping that Ryan shows up. Oliver clearly is okay with how things are going in hopes that he does not show up. Anna arrives at the Coens, and Seth is very happy to see her. Then we get the song Dice by Finley Quay. Ryan races up the stairs of the Four Seasons. 20 seconds on the clock. The countdown. 5 seconds on the clock. Oliver preps to kiss Marissa, but Ryan makes it. He kisses Marissa. Anna kisses Seth. Summer kisses that guy, but damn, he's not Seth Cohen. She's gotta go. Ryan tells Marissa, I love you. And Marissa says, thank you. <laughs> Fuck you, Oliver. Episode 15! Episode 15. Haley is taking up too much space and is overstaying her welcome. Seth misses having time to talk to Ryan about his problems. Anna and Seth are planning on telling Summer that they're dating now, but Seth is afraid of hurting her feelings, so the current solution is to not tell her and to keep it a secret. Jimmy needs a job, but all of his references are people that he stole money from, so that's not a big help. He bonds with Haley over being broke. They talk about the Golden Girls and how he used to babysit her on dates with Kirsten. They make plans to catch up more tomorrow night, which gives Sandy and Kirsten the free time for a date night of their own. Some stupid jock slashed Luke's tire in the school parking lot, and he's a nicer guy now, and he's kind of learned humility, and he brings up that this is probably just karma and he maybe deserves this. Ryan feels bad for him and invites him to hang out with him and Seth, which is unfortunate for Seth, who wanted some time to talk to Ryan about his problems, not some time to talk to Luke and Ryan about his problems. Marissa tells Ryan that she's at Oliver's and that him and Seth and Luke and all of them should come over to his place. Oliver tells them that his parents are busy opening a new hotel in Paris and that he's lonely. He has this big penthouse all to himself, but no friends to share it with. Seth, Luke, and Marissa are totally on board to spend more time there, but Ryan clearly is not. Oliver tells them that he has connections to tickets for a Rooney concert and that he can get them all backstage passes, including Anna and Summer. They could finally meet his girlfriend Natalie this time. Seth is still a coward and doesn't know when or how to tell Summer about Anna. He decides that since this is his first date with Anna, he's going to wait until Monday. They get to the concert and Natalie isn't there like Oliver promised she'd be. Ryan is starting to doubt that she even really exists. Luke picks up a guitar and plays some really bad original tunes backstage that he's been working on. Anna gives Seth the opportunity to talk to Summer alone, but she talks first and she tells him that she's glad to have them there and have their company and that they're all friends, so he just doesn't tell her. There's a Golden Girls marathon on TV, so Jimmy and Haley decide to stay in and catch up instead of going out, much to the dismay of Sandy and Kirsten. Sandy gets fed up with Haley and flat out tells her that she needs to step up and contribute more. Oliver steps out from the concert to call his connection for some cocaine. The Golden Girls come up again because Anna and Summer bond over that show in the bathroom at the Rooney concert. And due to them bonding, Anna also chickens out and letting Summer know about Seth. 
Uh, Jimmy and Haley kiss, but he thinks that a relationship with his ex's younger sister isn't such a good idea. Rooney is playing, and Ryan feels like a third wheel to Oliver and Marissa, so he pulls Marissa in for a kiss and suggests that they just take off for some alone time. Oliver gets his coke twitch, and he walks outside for the pickup. Marissa makes it clear to Ryan that she's here to support Oliver and spend some time with him. Ryan storms off upset just in time to catch Oliver getting busted by the undercover cop that he's buying coke from. I fucking hate Oliver. I hate Oliver. I fucking hate Oliver. I hate Oliver. The fucking worst. The fucking worst. The fucking worst. The fucking worst. Just you wait and see. He's the fucking worst. Back inside, Luke is singing along to Rooney like a giant idiot. Ryan needs Seth's keys and phone. He calls Sandy from the police station, and Sandy bails Oliver out of jail. Oliver thanks Ryan for helping out. Summer overhears that Anna and Seth are a couple now, and she plays it cool. She's more than happy to hang out with them, like all the time. What are you doing right now? Marissa calls Ryan to find out what's going on, and Ryan hands the phone to Oliver to tell her for himself. Marissa and Ryan make up. Haley apologizes to Sandy and Kirsten for imposing too much and tells them that she's realizing that she just wants what they have. Now that the concert is over, Luke is shouting at the top of his lungs because his hearing is ruined. Uh, Summer squeezes between Seth and Anna on the couch while they're playing video games. All the friends are hanging out, except Oliver stands ominously outside the window, uninvited. Episode 16! Episode 16. Oliver's at Jimmy's door and he invites himself in to talk to Marissa. He apparently has it figured out where they all live now, so that's super cool. He apologizes to Marissa about the cocaine situation and tells her that he reconnected with his sponsor and he came clean to his parents and Natalie as well. Everything is better now that Ryan gave him a second chance. He wants to make it up to all of them, so he invites them all to Palm Springs, and this time Natalie will definitely be there. Marissa calls Ryan to give him the great news, and while she's on the phone, Oliver picks up a picture of her and Ryan and hides it from view. Ryan doesn't really want to go, and he's super annoyed that Seth is so on board with Oliver's shenanigans. Julie and Caleb are set to return from their trip to Paris today, and it's assumed that Haley is going to leave as soon as she gets money from Caleb. Sandy agrees to let Seth and Ryan go to Palm Springs because Oliver's parents will be there to supervise. They just have to call him to catch up every hour. Summer is not excited at all to be paired up with Luke by default for the Palm Springs trip. Anna is looking forward to a couple's weekend with Seth. Marissa tries to draw parallels between Ryan and Oliver to get Ryan on board, but Ryan isn't having it. Luke packs a mini-fridge full of beer, and Seth packs a humidifier for the trip. Right before they leave, Oliver gets a call from Natalie, and uh-oh, it's over. She wants to enjoy her time in college. He's depressed, so Marissa is going to ride with him so that her and Oliver can talk about it. Ryan rides with Luke, which leaves Seth, Summer, and Anna to all ride together. I wonder why they rode it that way. Give me that juice. Sandy tells Jimmy that he can get him a job at his new law firm, something entry-level. Caleb and Julie get in a bit early. He can't wait to see Haley. Julie isn't as excited because she knows exactly what Haley's after, Caleb's money. Kirsten is afraid that if Caleb gives her the money, then she'll disappear for good this time. We get to the house in Palm Springs, and Luke is attempting to drag in a giant cooler, also full of beer. Hey, do you have a fridge? I don't want these to get skunked. Luke is great. Turns out that Oliver's parents' plane got delayed in Zurich, so they're not going to make it in time for the weekend. 
Oliver puts Ryan and Marissa in a room with two twin beds, and he twists Marissa's words from the car ride up to mess with Ryan's head. Uh, They all go golfing together, and the pairings are the same as the carpool pairings to get there. Seth ends up lugging all of Summer's gear, and Anna gets annoyed at how the weekend is starting to play out. Oliver drives Ryan and Luke's golf cart into a tree with his golf cart, and Luke starts catching on to Oliver's bullshit, and he's now really on Team Ryan. Sandy's firm wants nothing to do with Jimmy due to his past. They know all about him, so that's it for that plan. So him and Sandy uh, go to a favorite restaurant of theirs that's closing, and they brainstorm a plan B, but what they come up with is that they should just reopen the restaurant and return it to its glory days. Uh, Kirsten talks with Caleb about Haley, and now she's leaving empty-handed and all pissed off because Caleb withholds money from her. Anna and Seth are alone in their bedroom. Seth sets up the humidifier, and in comes Summer for some friend hang time. Summer gets annoyed by all the cutesy couple banter that's going on between them, and she tells them that, oh my god, you two are just like brother and sister, and that just kills the mood entirely. She leaves for the night knowing that her plan to separate them a little bit worked. Oliver tells Ryan that he wants to start over with him, but Ryan tells him, next time you want to be alone with my girlfriend, just let me know so I can stay home, which causes Oliver to flip a shit. He hits himself repeatedly on the head, I'm so stupid, I'm so stupid, and he storms out, just yelling at himself, and uh, Marissa walks into the room, catching the tail end, and she flips out on Ryan for upsetting Oliver, and she tells him that he's got to stop being so paranoid about them. We cut to Oliver calling Marissa from the Four Seasons. He was so upset at himself that he drove all the way back there and took a bunch of pills. He needs her at his side. He's so scared. Can she just drive straight there? Except he's fine. We see him dancing and scattering pills around, just fabricating this entire situation. Ryan and Marissa eventually show up, and he says that he threw up all the pills and he's okay now. Uh, So Ryan's like, great, we should leave. But Marissa wants to make sure that he's fine and tells him that she's going to stay the whole night. Ryan says that if she's worried, they should just take him to the ER. Be super safe. Take him to the ER. But Oliver comes up with plenty of reasons to stay put. Ryan is beginning to get skeptical that Oliver took pills at all. And Marissa is upset and tells him to go so that she can give Oliver the caring support that he needs. I fucking hate Oliver. I hate Oliver. I fucking 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 hate Oliver. I f